Welcome to the Pixie Points of Dating. I'm your host, Shannon. And today, we're going to talk about the saga of Mr. K. The saga of Mr. K began back in October when I met him on a dating site. If you want to hear about the entire saga, you can go to my blog, The Pixie Points of Dating, and read The Five Dates of Mr. K and text messages, the modern post-it note. Things were going great with Mr. K for two months. We had such fun on our dates, which were really different, not the standard dinner, movie, dinner, whatever people do on their dates. We did a lot of different things. We laughed, we talked, we sat in comfortable silence, and we had a lot of chemistry. So I was looking really forward to seeing where this relationship would go, which isn't something that I always do. I usually try to find something to sabotage it because I get nervous and I'd rather do the breaking up than being broken up with. But with this guy, I just thought, you know what? We're going to try, see where this goes. So like I said, great dates through November, great dates through December. I actually made plans with him for New Year's Eve, which is a huge deal for me. I usually don't go out on New Year's Eve. I sit at home, I get food, I watch movies. So I texted him on Monday, December 30th and asked how his Monday was going. He responds a little bit after that and says, I don't think we should continue seeing each other. We aren't a great fit for one another. My response, what? I don't understand. His response, every time I touch you in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if I'm tickling you and you are trying to hold back. It isn't a healthy situation for me to feel like I have to suppress how I show affection. I responded, let's talk. I am very confused by this whole thing. I don't want you to feel that way. I'm not holding back at all. I really like you and like spending time with you. Was I really expecting a response? Not really but I hold out hope for a little while. So a few hours later, he hadn't responded. So I tried one last ditch attempt to get a little bit more information from him. I said, I would really like to talk to you about this. I don't believe my being ticklish should be a deal breaker. We definitely have a connection in all aspects. I've been more willing and able to show affection with you than any other guy. I'd appreciate if you could call me so we could talk. Well, I never heard from him, which... I really wasn't surprised about because that kind of text is pretty much a nail in the coffin. January rolls around and one of my really good friends messages me and says, guess who I matched with on said dating site? Mr. K. Doesn't surprise me. We have very similar body types. You know, I could see how he would match with both of us. So she asked if she could quote unquote fuck with him. And of course I said yes, because I had nothing to lose. I wasn't interested anymore. I had moved on. He was the farthest thing from my mind. But everybody needs to have a little bit of fun. So she messaged him on the dating site and, you know, got to know him and got to the point where they were going to set up a date to see each other, to meet. So she asked me, a bunch of my friends and I were out at our local bar one night, and we came up with this grand plan that I should either be at the bar when they show up or show up at the bar later on that evening and confront him. Of course, I'd have a, have a couple other of my ladies with me because, you know, safety and numbers. Well, the day came along and I just had the worst feeling in the pit of my stomach. I just didn't want to see him. I didn't want to deal with him. I was done with it. I really appreciate what my friend was doing because it was above and beyond, but I just couldn't see him, deal with him, anything like that. Plus, the bar that he chose to meet at is this incredibly tiny bar in Tosa. So there would have been no place for me to hide around a corner and observe from a distance. My friend said that she would gladly delete him and not continue. And I said, well, I think you should just stand him up. 
That would make me feel good knowing that he is just sitting there and waiting. So of course, my friend, her response was, will do with multiple exclamation points after it. So the night rolls around and it gets to be at the time that they were supposed to meet. She stands him up and it was amazing because we're all texting, thinking it's so funny, all kinds of stuff. He messages her, you know, I don't know, a few minutes after seven and says, guess you changed your mind about meeting me tonight. And her response is the best mic drop response that anybody could have in this situation. And she said, well, I did my research like any good woman does. You, mister, are a womanizer. You toss women to the side like trash. I would rather poke myself in the eyeballs with a knife than be in your presence. Good riddance, douchebag. I couldn't have been more proud of anybody at that moment with that response. So he responds and says, what are you talking about? So we know that he read it. Then she blocked him. And as she said, let him stir in his own shit. So a couple months later, the beginning of March... I go to see my acupuncturist. I am literally in her office for about 30 seconds. And she goes, I know Mr. K because I had talked to her about him, you know, through text and through some Facebook messages. And I was like, how do you know him? What are you talking about? But I shouldn't be surprised. We live in Milwaukee. People don't call it small walkie for nothing. It's a small community. Well, I guess a friend of hers had dated him a few years back and he pulled the same stuff with her. He would break up with her and then come back around a few months later. Now, mind you, at this time, he had not come back around to say anything to me, but we'll get to that. And then he'd break up with her and then want to date her again and break up with her. And, you know, the roller coaster would continue. So she finally broke up with him or he finally broke up with her once and for all. So I was just finding that pretty amazing. So then I told my acupuncturist about what my friend had done and we had a good, you know, laugh about it and it was great. The next day I get a text from Mr. K and of course I blame my acupuncturist for putting this out in the universe and him, you know, somehow finding out and feeling the need to text me. So he texts me a picture of this hoodie and said that it made him think of me. Now the hoodie refers to an inside joke that we have. So about four hours later, I just texted him back the thumbs up emoji. I had no more energy or desire to put into this. So the next day he texts me again and I'm pretty sure he thought he would get some sort of big response from me with what he texted me. A buddy of his is friends with or knows my most favorite member of my most favorite band. So he texted me a picture of his buddy with the member of this band. I was not giving him any satisfaction in responding. So I didn't respond and put him on my mind, started dating this awesome new guy, hadn't thought about him. So then all this COVID-19 stuff starts to happen and he texts me again. He goes, I'm probably very low on the list of people you want to hear from, but I'm checking to see if you and your family are healthy and safe during this coronavirus pandemic. Now, if it were anybody else, I would truly think that he was absolutely reaching out just to see how we were doing. But after talking to my acupuncturist and some other things, I figured there was some sort of underlying reason. Let me pause for a second. After he unmercifully dumped me, all of my friends and I thought that he was dating another woman. So of course, I'm thinking now that this other woman dumped him and he's circling back to see if I'm still available to start dating me again. So I responded 
because I can be a not very nice person, but sometimes I try to be nice. And I just responded, we are fine. Thank you for asking. He said, you're welcome, exclamation point. I owe you an apology and explanation for everything. Let me know when you have time to talk. Well, I had no desire to actually talk to him on the phone. My response said, if you want to explain yourself, you can do it via text. So about an hour later, my phone dings and he responds. This is the shortest version via text I can give. Roughly a week after I said we shouldn't see each other anymore, I lost my job as part of the reorganization at where he used to work. I knew it was going to happen because earlier that day, I found out that I didn't get the promotion my manager said was coming. So I panicked and went into shelter mode and tried to figure everything out. I'm sure you would have been very supportive, but in that moment, I felt like half a man and couldn't be with you. So once I received my severance package, I reached out to the manager for the position I had been interviewing for and was told that funding had been pulled and they wouldn't be filling it anytime soon. It was a double kick in the nuts to me for sure. But hold on, Mr. K. This was a week after you unmercifully dumped me via the modern post-it note, aka a text. So what makes you think I would have taken you back then? It just doesn't make sense. The timing just doesn't make sense. So he continues to say, so since the beginning of the year, I've been home job hunting along with the 40 other people who were let go that day. Many days during this time, it's been harder than hard to look at myself in the mirror and smile or even try to be normal. So if I couldn't face me, how on earth could I look you in the eye? I'm not asking for your pity, just wanted you to know why I basically disappeared. I'm sorry for the way I handled this because you deserved better. I hope you can accept my apology and at some point forgive me. You basically disappeared because you dumped me via text claiming that I was too ticklish. I'm not gonna pity you because I don't care enough about you to pity you. So I responded, I'm sorry to hear all of that, but that provided no explanation as to why you dumped me without cause over text, but whatever. His response, I freaked out because I was losing my job. Part of me thought you might leave me because what woman wants to date a guy that doesn't have a job? So I broke up with you out of fear of being dumped. Do I realize now it was an irrational decision? Yes, I was scared, panicked, and you have no idea how sorry I am. I do know how sorry you are, because I'm amazing. I'm an amazing woman. So you should want to be with me. And he goes on to say, or actually I said first, so what is your end game in texting me after three months? Again, I think he was dating somebody else and that person broke up with him. So he was feeling out the waters to see if I would take him back. I'm not saying he didn't lose his job, but I don't think that was the main impetus for all of this. He goes on to say, I wanted to text or call you so many times over the past three months. With everything going on right now, I wanted to hear that you're okay because you're someone that I truly care about. Right, you care about me? Sure, I believe that. I responded, that didn't really answer my question, but it doesn't matter. I have moved on since you unmercifully broke up with me in the most immature way with the most BS reason that I have ever heard. And again, because I try to somehow be a nice person, I said, I hope you find a job soon. His response, again, I apologize for what I did and how I did it. Take care of yourself. Well, Mr. K, here's the moral of the story. If it smells like a fish, if it looks like a fish, it is a fish. I hope you have found happiness. I hope you found a job. But as far as I'm concerned, I want nothing more to do with you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to get a text from you. Nothing. I hope that everybody's doing well. And to all my fellow pixies, enjoy dating, have fun. Maybe not so much now, probably not the safest thing to do, but when we can, have fun dating. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear how you navigate the crazy world of online and offline dating. So if you want to share with me and maybe be featured on a future podcast, you can email me at thepixiepointsofdating at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time.